do it your first, Mac? Hello and welcome. My name is Karen. And my name is Ashley. And this is Hey, Can I Steal You for a Sec? Just like you, we are both extremely opinionated about The Bachelor and all things related. So we decided to move our group chat from our phones to your ears. We're going to talk a lot of shit, but by no means are we condoning any hate being sent to anyone who has been part of the show. Do what we do and send that to your group chat. We're not saying you can't be an asshole, but just be a kind asshole. Also, if you truly don't like someone from the show, hit them where it hurts the most and don't boost up their engagement numbers by commenting on their social media post if you're looking for a podcast where your hosts won't body shame are sex positive and committed to anti-racism work then welcome hello hello ashley if that sounded overly chipper it's because i did that i messed up the first two times that we was our third do time doing it uh, it was real cute Everything i did not mess fine. up once karen was the perfect one perfect specimen. she's always perfect she likes to remind me about it always Just perfect kidding, she doesn't. i have no flaws actually at all. she doesn't i am zero yep None. None. You're all perfect. Right. Well, hi, Karen. Hi. How are you? Um, good. Oh, good. I guess. Okay. I mean, you have shin splints. I have shin splints. So you're not doing great. Not great. That's okay. the biggest downer. Shin okay. splints. Um, that's I, honestly, that's not too bad. Not too if bad. That's compared to other weeks. Compared to sometimes. I mean, even last week. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I think I've uh, done a good job at distracting myself from okay. everything else. So like, I really have nothing to report aside from the shin splints. That makes sense because I decided that I was going to be um, a super athletic. Yeah. Well, I've been a runner for a while yeah. now, but I decided to be super athletic last week and was like, yeah, I can run like 22 plus miles in a week without any repercussions, yeah. even though I haven't ran that much in a week before hey you know what karen taisha ran 26 miles in a day i know so. all these marathoners <laughs> jeez can i just ask like what does one have to do not to run a marathon because that's not that's not gonna happen mm -hmm. lol but like just like <laughs> no congratulations but no um how does one look that good after doing any form of physical activity period because i don't look yeah. that cute after one minute of physical activity and like I mean, people were like posting their times and stuff, which is fine. I don't care. I mean, they ran a freaking marathon. It's impressive regardless. Yeah. I didn't see too many people being like, oh, well, they were just like, right. Damn, look. And I think she had like somewhere between like 10 and a half to 11 minute average each mile, which I can't do that. Insanity. Yeah. Just I to can't. run 26 miles at any pace. Yeah. So, I mean, she looked great. Is she She's, not a sweaty person? I'm I guess so not. sweaty. I would be I, disgusting. I ran like a mile today before my body said fuck you and i was disgustingly sweaty yeah, I, like, I mean i love it because it makes me feel productive i'm happy for you yeah i don't find the same joy in the running but i am glad you have that That's, for you we yeah i, I get tried it. i think people who try to sell running as like a solely positive thing is weird to me like yeah. i love running and i also hate it yeah and i like okay. dread it sometimes that's good to know like it's i i'm not like a hundred percent like do you think running if i put up amazing. with it enough i might like it a little bit more yeah, than i already I think do once you experience like runner's high once right you're like oh okay i could see why people like torture themselves to okay. get to this point but getting there is hard so that's why when people are like maybe i'll just do drugs averse to yeah it's also one way to do it <laughs> But yeah. Anyways, if okay. anyone ever tells you need to run, tell them you can burn the same amount of calories walking. So yeah, you can. That's real. You don't have to run. I recommend it, but I'm not you. So fuck no. me. I mean, I like you, so you're <laughs> you're allowed to tell me. Also, I asked. 
<laughs> so you're not being an ass. Welcome to my running podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> your no, worst it's fucking bachelor nightmare. related because half the freaking bachelor alumni ran the New York City Marathon last weekend over the weekend. I love marathons. Um, so that was cool. They're so um, emotional. I'm going to make a mistake now and try to list who it was and I'm going to forget someone. It's going to be I'll a problem. You. But we've got Tasha and Zach. They ran it together. Tyler and Mac ran it together. Dr. Joe came in with the best Dr. time Joe for vaccination. He ran, Guys, I don't even know. He had like a seven and a half, something like that, average mile time for the entire thing. Yeah. Seven and whatever chunk of time. Under eight minutes. That's in, That's insanity. He's crazy. Anyways, continue. I think um, Dustin... Uh, no, not Jason. Was it Jason? Oh, the guy for, from, from Foster. Jason Foster from uh, Claire season. Yeah. He left when Tasha came because he wasn't. Um, and uh, Peter he was in love with. And then Peter, who if we if we gave Joe the shout out for the best time in Bachelor Nation, Peter <laughs> did have the slowest time in Bachelor Nation. Still Again, impressive. I am not judging because he ran a marathon, but I think it's funny that if there had to be a, there had to be someone who was the Peter. slowest. Yeah. There had to yeah. be of the Bachelor Nation. There had to be the slowest person. Peter, I'm just overjoyed that it was Peter. Um, I pulled up my list so I wouldn't forget anyone. Oh, Dustin. Okay, so I was right. Dustin did it too. Yes, I thought you said Justin. Which is why I, oh. I said no to you. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, I, <laughs> I do not know this man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's no. Justin did not run the marathon, to my knowledge. Um, so, yeah, those were the people that ran. Congratulations to all y'all. Very I will cool. say I just loved the New York New York marathon uh, content I was getting aside from The Bachelor. Because I think Love marathons it. are so fun. People my get cousin so ran emotional. it a couple years ago. It was really cool. People are, like, hugging each other. And they're proud of each other. And then there's also the funny people who are, like, halfway through. And they're like, fuck this. And oh, there's that the, would be me. There's the people who are passing out beers. There was the... Is it a duck? It's not a duck. A goose? I saw the goose. or the goose. It was, a, goose was it a goose or a duck? I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. It looked like the Aflac. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever that one. If it's a, I think it's a duck. It ran the marathon as well. Yeah, good for it. It was an amazing time. I would straight up be the person that taps out at the 5K moment. I'd be like, this is as much as I'm doing. Yeah. But congratulations to y'all. Did you see the one video of the person who, like, very close to the finish line, like, basically collapsed and all the people helped yeah. him get across? I that's what, I love that shit. I know. Beautiful. That's what um, I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's great. Uh, it's fucking hardcore on your body. So I totally it's, get when people see that. The and they're marathon? like, why would you do that? The marathon comes from a thing where a guy ran 26 miles and died at the end. Yeah. And now we run the marathon to make fun of him because all the people don't die. That's not really why we do it. But you know what I mean? Like this, the legacy of the marathon yeah. is kind of a slap in the face to the guy. It's pretty funny. Um, but anyways, uh, there's one more your thing about marathons insert there. Is my favorite thing on the during the Olympics is watching the female ran marathon oh God, and the male like, ran fine. one and the men at the end are like full collapse dying. dying and then the females are like talking chatting <sighs> you good hey oh my yeah. god congratulations people are like, well it's because men run faster and then you look at the times and it's really not that much more you're like it's still 26 miles yeah i'm not even judging the men i'm just like pro no, women we just we just are you <laughs> know yeah, so our pain threshold is a little different this has been marathon corner with ashley and karen mixed with bachelor news <laughs> yeah um and that's all the bachelor news we really have anyway so that was actually yeah. well done there's nothing noteworthy We're so good to me. at this um but yeah so 
Hi, Karen. Uh, there was an episode this week. Yeah, it was week really good. Four. I liked it a lot. I, I was it. very entertained. I, I'm also experiencing bachelor burnout just as this whole... I think we all are. ...franchise or nation, bachelor yeah. nation is, but uh, I do like Michelle's season. We're I tired, don't think it's boring. But we love Michelle. I don't think it's boring at all. I, I don't know where this is coming from. People, uh, a lot of people have been like looking at the ratings and stuff too, and they're like, people aren't watching it. And like, like it's yeah, because it's there's boring. been 12 seasons this year. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't find a lot of these seasons that boring. I think the seasons that have been boring have been more like the Bachelor seasons. 100%. But the Bachelorette seasons have always been kind of entertaining. Even Katie's season, even though a lot of people like didn't like it for a Katie's plethora season of reasons. was entertaining. But I think even people who didn't like Katie, like that was entertaining for you to watch someone exactly. that you don't like pretty much have her whole life kind of honestly go to shit. my like only explanation i can think of for people thinking it's boring is the fact that it's just it's the third show or fourth yeah. show of the year yeah and we're it's just, just we're out. not used to that and we're burnt out and i think this move of like adding multiple seasons is odd i don't like it but it's what we're doing and it's where we're at and this week was i i enjoyed this week a lot so i'm excited to talk about it let's get into it so we are opening up with the aftermath of jamie which you know that's what's happening. It's a little bit in the beginning where basically Joe, uh, Dak Shepard, and Romeo are talking about... <laughs> I love when they open these scenes because you can just... It's Joe, Dak Shepard, and Romeo. Right. And it's... they. They don't seem like they're their crew. Like yeah. they don't seem like a crew. But they're so just there. It's such a like a producer of like, okay, Joe, Dax, and Romeo. You like, guys, it's your turn today. Yeah. We need a scene and everyone talking. And just like Dax say, So what about Jamie? And then just go from there. Yeah. And it's That's, just so it's cute. I love scripted. it. I love it. And they're like, This is awkward. This will be fun. And right. now they're best friends, I hope. They're I hope besties. that I hope that moment made them best friends. Also, I wrote down Dax, but I can't remember the guy's actual Casey. name. Casey. I'm I gonna call you. him Dax Shepard. Perfect. I, everyone knows know. what you're talking about. Exactly. So we're fine. So um, they're talking, and then Michelle and Caitlin are also talking about the Jamie stuff, and Michelle's just like, her, it sucked, but I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Well, we were not all ready to move on. Martin's apparently. not ready to move on. <laughs> Martin is upset, and he has some things to say. So they announced that there's going to be two one-on-ones and one major group date. Yeah. Um, and so the first one-on-one goes to Martin. Which, which we knew because of the preview, but if I hadn't known, I would have been shocked. Yeah. Like, full shocked. I Again, I think we have talked about this last week. It's the hair for me. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not... I don't dislike him at all. I just don't get the hair Well, after choice. the last episode, I wouldn't have been surprised by him getting the one-on-one this week. Just because the last episode, I feel, was like, okay, like, she's I really just, into him. I keep discounting him. <laughs> I just need... To, I need to, like, alter my brain a little. So, but he yeah. gets the one-on-one. It's a really cool date. Um, they're racing, which I thought... This was such a lost opportunity to bring back what's his face Ari. Oh yeah, he's literally he's a race car driver. He's a race car it's driver, and they profession. had a race car date, and uh, and he's Instagram boyfriend. So of course he would have yeah. come on to the show. Oh, if you there. don't know that reference, he filed. Um, I forget what it's called, but his business, which is oh, his yeah. influencing, like the- is called Instagram boyfriend. LLC. I don't even know. I don't even know the names. That, but it was. I know you that, were more into that stuff than I got into it. So you know, I know that because that. of the PPP loans, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. Anyways, he he sucks. Anyways, he's an well, ex-bachelor. We already knew that because Becca. And so <laughs> moving on. So yeah, so there's this car date. I don't know that I would have loved this date, but I, they seem to have fun. Um, it was nice. Honestly, I like this date for the show because it was a little different than what they always yeah. do. So I'm not complaining about the date. I just say personally, if I was on it, it I would have been so stressed out. It also wasn't tied to her being a teacher or a basketball player. Love that. 
Which is great. Love that. Yeah. They're just like, so cool, adrenaline. They're like, you're a person outside of your profession. Love that. So um, the car part, I mean, was kind of just the normal date stuff. Nothing. They don't get into it much in the car no, section. But one thing that was kind of like pretty much going on throughout when he got the one-on-one, when he went on the one-on-one was basically people were referencing that Martin was super close with Jamie, yeah. which, which Jimmy we didn't and I, know before. Did yeah, we? Jimmy and I were super confused. We were, I mean, not super confused. We just didn't know that. And then I was like, maybe people think he's close because they were roommates potentially. Yeah. I, I was just kind of being like, it's probably just, we didn't see it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And actually I wanted to know when he got the one-on-one Martin said, you guys seem thrilled. <laughs> And I just, oh, that's funny. That was so fucking funny. I can't catch that. But yeah, so anyways, everyone's talking about how he's really close to Jamie. Even Michelle brings that up and is like, I know that Martin was close, was close with yeah. him, which I was like, oh, okay, then yeah, now he's close with him. Right, like yeah. if Michelle knows that, yeah. obviously we don't know everything. There. Um, and then I love how she said that Martin will probably love this date because he's an adrenaline junkie because he because did a backflip. Back I caught that too. I'm like, and in my head, I was like, I've never done a backflip. Maybe it's a big adrenaline I've, moment it sure could be, i get it was it, just funny because your whole body's in the air yeah but i had that that i you know that woman with like math and she looks confused like yes. there's math across her it face like, and she what? looks confused that's how i I'll felt that post. i was like I back, got you. back flip um yeah i Racing. i love that we both caught that because i was i was telling karen i my notes are minimal this week because i needed to clean my room it was a disaster and so i was cleaning my room while watching the first hour and i caught that and i stopped and i rewound it to see that i heard it right because i you know my hearing is not always reliable and i'm like no that's what she said that's exactly that's what, she, what said. she said i love it <laughs> <laughs> so funny um but yeah so that's the date they kind of well they do the car stuff yeah and then michelle wins makeshift hot tub moment as you do on The Bachelor, you can't not have yeah, a hot tub and they moment. Had generally, good date up to this point. I'd be willing to bet the water wasn't actually hot because they are in Palm Springs in the summertime. So I I'm just not. willing to guess that it was just bubbles and yeah. no heat. But um, so in the hot tub, you know, when they're both in their bikinis, they got their hot bods, <laughs> they're into each other. They Martin's can kiss. like, hey, let's talk about my friend. Jamie's not a bad guy. That's that was his whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I guess it got brought up and he's like, I know like the guys want to say like, Jamie this, Jamie that. But like, you know, for me, like, Michelle's he's not face. a bad guy. And he's and then Michelle was like, oh, she made some noises and reacted. And then Martin was like, well, like the guy's relationship with the guys is different than your relationship. Yeah, with them, it was which, like, like weird. My immediate flashback was to Paradise with uh, with Joe and Brendan mm-hmm. when he was like, my Brendan. Like, I was like, this is the same thing where like. He, is he going to choose his bro over the girl? Which, like, you're allowed to choose the bro yeah. over the girl. You just need to choose. Like, and I that's think whatever. you said this about Natasha and Dr. Joe when we were talking about, like, would they date blah, blah, blah. And you were like, it'd be kind of hard for them to date if she doesn't like his best friend. Exactly. And that's exactly what popped into my head watching this. And as soon as that happened, I was like, they're not. He's not. He's not the guy. I mean, yeah. I didn't think he was going to be no. anyways, but I'm 100% certain Martin is not the guy yeah. because... His friend is Jamie, which is fine. Right. But, but now, I don't see that friendship disappearing if Michelle and him get together. And I don't see Michelle wanting to do probably that. be cordial, but she doesn't want to keep that guy in his, her life, probably. Who wants to hang out with Jamie? So that conversation, I was like, y'all are done. It Even was if it didn't end like that. Michelle seemed really uncomfortable because she was like, 
trying to be like, well, he, you know, I was the only person who got the with full. him and like talked to him and like experienced his. You don't have the full version. story, Martin. Like, yeah, like he, he doesn't because Jamie left before he could tell anyone. So right. like it wasn't. And, and so it's also I don't just know. like just, why, like what? Why bring is it up? The benefit. That's my thing. Is, and I literally, because she kind of shut it down at first and he kept going. Because at first she's like, oh, you know, like trying to be like, move on from the topic. Like, I get it. You're friends. But like, yeah. we're on a date. And I was just like, why is he doubling down? And it's also super like, well, he's nice to me. Yeah, it's just, I don't. It was like, cool. odd. He wasn't nice to me. So even on like no. a normal first date, I don't know that you should be spending that much time talking about your best friend. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Talk about your best friend because that's like a part of who you are. That's fine. But like, also, they're not best friends. They met at the same time him and Michelle met. So right. in terms of be- like the Brendan and Dr. Joe thing, they like met on the show and then continued to be friends after the show for months and months. So like that friendship to me is more like solid than Jamie and Martin, who literally just met. This is week four. Yeah. And it's not week four for them. It's week four for us. So it's like maybe week two for them. Yeah, and I just think I don't know the whole I judge people by how they treat me is oh that weird. was weird yeah like I just I judge people with how they treat me like, their um, their no. friends my friends people in no. general homeless people uh, service people or, of any kind like servers or retail workers people is what yeah. I meant sorry that is the correct term we're aware of that or unhoused community oh yeah um, waitress like yeah. yeah so it's like. I, I just always think it's yeah. weird when people really are like, well, they're nice to me or they're this to yeah, me. And it's like, just that's weird. great for you. But this dude fucking sucks in general. Yeah, it's odd. So, I don't know. Not even making just, a blanket statement about Jamie. Although I do think he kind of. He sucks. So we, we've made that very clear that that's our stance on Jamie. So, so. they kind of don't really get anywhere with that conversation. No, it just shuts down and they move on. And then they go into the night portion, which continues the conversation a he little brings, bit. Um, she brings it up, right? She's yeah, like, hey, she was you like, made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's not what she said, but that was the gist. And Martin's response is like, oh, like, I know I like, you know, I can be blunt and like it comes off sometimes not in the way that i intend for it to and just good to be aware of and then he talks about his upbringing and his dad and kind of ties it into that too about how his dad was um not an emotional person and like he's never seen his dad cry if his dad cried it would be away from everyone martin says he's I don't know if it's he's never cried or he hasn't cried in a very long time right he talks a lot about the impact that's made on him He's definitely sounds like he's in this position where he's gaining some self-awareness, maybe some emotional intelligence. Maybe there's been a therapy visit or two. But it feels really early on and it sounds great if it's like if he really does truly believe it Mm -hmm. and like it truly does like, oh, wow, this is what I'm realizing about myself. I just don't think I could date someone who is at that point. For for where I'm at, Date and it seems like marriage. Mich- and Michelle is. I feel like Michelle's at a, a in a different place than he is, and I think it's fine to date people as far who are. As, still, I agree. As far as emotional intelligence, she's in a very different place. And I think it's fine to date people who are in different like emotional intelligence spaces and all that stuff. But I just I find it hard to see how that's going to work out well. And Jimmy kind of pointed out too, where he was like, I just I wonder how much he like is saying this. And how much is like actually something that he feels? I was just like, is this real? Because if it's real, cool. But if it's if it's a, I went back to go get ready for the night portion, and I'm replaying our conversation, and it wasn't great. Let me fix it. And it's possible that that's true and and it's real. Like I'm not saying he's necessarily making this up, but it just to me like 
he said, he goes, look, I'm not good at communication. I come off really blunt. I'm aware I'm working on it. And it's like, okay, like you're working on it. And everyone slips up when they're working on things. That's like obviously allowed, but it feels like that's not what that was. It wasn't bluntness. It was my friend's great, even though he hurt you. And like, I guess you could say that's blunt, but he kept saying it. It, to me, that didn't feel like bluntness. It felt like like non-awareness of I never had the that situation. thought in my head when it was happening. Like, oh, he's being, like, super blunt right yeah. now. It Which was is just maybe like, not what he meant when weird, he said blunt. I don't know. It, it was, was just a weird, weird take to take. And I don't know. And also, I have, I, don't, I think it's great when people can recognize things in their past and where things come from and all this stuff. And I've also met a lot of people where that's the extent of their self-awareness yeah. where they're like i know where it comes from this is how i am now we're good i'm working on it well and but also, then they don't really do anything what is and i'm not trying i'm gonna be careful how i say this because i don't want to be like your dad being like that isn't a reason for a thing but like what is his dad not crying around him have to do with him telling michelle that his friend Jamie, who hurt her, is a good guy. Yeah, it feels to like me, a separate issue. issue. Yeah, it feels like a real issue that is a valid, a valid, valid thing to talk about in a relationship. His ability to express emotions in certain ways, and I don't. That's why I was like, I'm going to be careful because I'm not discounting that. But it doesn't feel connected to the thing he did in the hot tub. Right. To me, well, to him, it does. It's but to me, it doesn't. If I don't feel, but if I don't feel emotion, how can I feel for you? Like, how can I relate to you? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I I, I mean, it kind of makes sense to me. Maybe, maybe it is a stretch, but I think you can, I think you can get there and it makes sense. That's true. Yeah. I I like it. I think it's just all of it didn't really feel like it got resolved or got anywhere. No, no, it didn't. So I think that's why we're all kind of just struggling to make sense of it all together. Cause it just does. It feels like things are missing. But also the whole time I was like, I need him to fix it. Cause I picked him for the league this week. And so like, I needed points. I I needed him to get a rose. Please don't get sent home because you get like way negative points. I think if if they get sent home outside of a rose ceremony, they get like, like oh, and on a one on one, yeah, it's really it's bad. Really and so bad. The whole time I'm like, listen, I don't think this is gonna work out, but I'm gonna need them to make it work for at least another week because I. Don't I told need Jimmy, I was like, if he doesn't get a rose, I need her not to send him home. Just yeah. not give him a rose and eliminate him at rose ceremony. That, that would be fine too because yeah. I'm finally not at the bottom. Ooh, who's at the bottom? Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, Jimmy, <laughs> really? Oh my god, like, Jimmy that's or funny. Mason? I forget. Oh my gosh, shout that's out funny. our friend Mason. Hi Mason. Oh, that'll make her happy because she listens. Yeah. Okay, Hi. so we're gonna move on from Aaron just because it's already a mess. There's nothing to add. Like just that's it. Felt weird. It wasn't particularly an exciting date. <laughs> no, um, just weird. But we move into where things do get interesting. So the group date, which is the biggest group date Michelle's had so far, because normally guys. they've had two separate group dates to split the guys up, but they're doing two one-on-ones this week. So right. um, we've got 12 guys on a group date, which is, that's a lot. So you would think she'd be super busy because 12 guys on 12 to 1 ratio. Yeah. This girl's going to be so busy on this date. Don't you think, Karen? Very, very busy. <laughs> um, and I just want to mention when they get the, the group date card, um, Nate shares something with the group where he says like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not too bothered by it. Like, I know I'm going to get a one-on-one eventually. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Just doing like normal self-soothing moments and where it, like, oh, I'm bummed, but also we have a good connection. To I'm me, feeling comfortable. Yeah, to me, it didn't come off. Not at all. Cocky. No. As some people might say it was. It just kind of came off like, yeah, 
It You're came right. Up, I, to you me, should feel sure of yourself. There was a tone he could have used to make that sentence cocky, and he didn't use that tone. Yeah, because he you was could like, say I'm those feeling words good. in a cocky way. Absolutely. You could have gone, oh my God, I'm not worried. Like, whatever. It's fine. Like, I've got this. Like, you know, but he basically was like, you know what? It's cool. Like, I'm. Yeah, I'm fine. This is fine. Like, I still get to see her today. Like, blah, and blah, blah. And then Chris S was like, what I the took fuck? that personally. <laughs> How dare Nate feel secure Which in his existence? Starts our uh, Chris S arc that this I. This starts Karen's victory lap. This is my victory this lap. This is the catalyzation <laughs> of everything. Yeah, this Truly. is Chris. This is Chris S's villain origin story. A- apparently, of all origin stories to have, it's Nate, Nate saying Nate having cool s- self confidence <laughs> and not being sad is Chris's villain origin story and i need to know you know what i need to know what's in chris's past to get that type of reaction because oh my god this guy has some issues so then <laughs> what happens is oh they nate, get a, no they get a little delivery yes nate brings in all the bags it. and every guy has an assigned kind of aesthetic for their sleepover rodney rodney has a onesie we of love course. to see it Rodney has onesie energy. Yes, he does. I feel like a lot. I think the three of us have onesie Absolutely. energy. I so we're there with him. One onesie in my life. Um, and then they go to the date <laughs> where Michelle is very busy with the 12, with a dozen men. Yeah, you would think she's trying be... to date her for marriage. Right. In a short amount of time right. where you need to get to know each other and make use of your time as much as possible. Because the time is very limited in terms of when you see her. And There's a reason don't. we're called, hey, can I steal you for a sec? Because it's a very pulling famous people. line from yeah. the show. Um, so <laughs> she uh, has she to just, call people over. She's like, sometimes. hey, come hang out with me. She's like, hey, Clayton, do you want to? Can I get some and he's, help over here? He's like, wait, you want me? He said that. Yeah. And, and part of me, here's where I'm at. So part of me was like, okay, there might be a few of them, not all 12. A couple of them might feel like an insecurity and don't want to go up to her. We saw a little bit of Which that. Which is like, even yeah. when Clayton was like, Leroy, wait, you want me? I think Leroy was like, oh, I don't want to interrupt. Like, I'm yeah. going to like wait and then pull her or something like that. I don't that. think every guy was being inconsiderate, but I think a few of them were in the sense that they were hanging with each other. And look, so they walk into the date. There is a con candy machine. There is a teddy bear stuffer thingamabobber. There is bean bags. There is what else was there? There was there's like giant teddy bear, giant hip twister. There's there's a massage there's a, like feet massage. It's things. a twist. It's a it's a slumber party. And actually, Jimmy has a very interesting take on um, why potentially these men weren't paying attention to Michelle and were having a ton of fun at the sleepover. He doesn't remember. His voice looks oh, confused. Is this when I had said like something, yes. something toxic masculinity? Boys don't get to do stuff like this when they're kids. So now that they're adults and they're confident in themselves, they can do this thing without it being gay or something. Yeah. Yeah. That and actually is so true. Honestly, when Jimmy said that, I was kind of like, you know what? Like these guys. It looked like fun. Are it looked like fun. So much fun. I would go to that party. It's like things that they wouldn't have at a sleepover because if they asked for it, it would be lame. It would be lame or weird. Sissy word. But they're all like fun, whatever, you right? Know. So like I I get and it. They have to. And they ha- right. They can be like, oh, I had to for the show. Exactly. So even if someone gave them shit, you'd be like, oh, I I had to. So I think and you know toxic masculinity steals a lot. It ruins men. the party again. <laughs> It steals a lot from men, and yeah. I feel bad about it, so I get it. But also, but you're also, trying to marry Michelle. They could have included Michelle in their fun. That's the thing. So, th- That's so my many thing. times, Michelle like would step 
Ow, when they did the punching thing, when, oh, um, which is fucking out. hilarious, they were all gonna punch each other in the stomach, and Olo oh, kicked what her was out. That about? Yeah, but what I thought was funny, I looked at Jimmy. I was like, they could have let her punch someone's stomach because yeah. he was like, I get oh, they don't want to punch her. We don't want to punch you in the stomach, but why not let Michelle punch? Why don't you let Michelle punch all of you guys in the stomach at this point? You deserve it at this point. <laughs> I think she was excited to punch them in the stomach a little bit. My only, I would have been. You know. In Olu's defense, Michelle <laughs> might have broken her hand on his abs. That's fair. Oh he didn't want to hurt God. that woman. We'll get into he, his abs later. We're going to have a lot to say about Olu, and it's all positive. But also, my only thing is I assume that a producer went to them and went, don't go up to Michelle. Let her like pick who she's going to go to. It just seems so odd to me that all 12 of them didn't do something. To me, especially because they're so down to pull her in all the other scenarios that my thought process is someone said something about not being super approachy. Because they saw on this date. how much good TV that was on um, Claire. Yeah. Claire's part but of exactly. that season. And so I think but they were like hurt even more because they weren't doing shit. They yeah. were the night portion and then she was done with her speech yeah. and then she was just waiting. That was so bad. And nobody. And she's like, is anyone going to pull that one was bad that like, one makes me a secondhand embarrassment still and it's been over a year oh, like God, i'm upset so bad. right now about the thought of so, remembering that that is the whole thing chris s and her shared like a quick little peck playing twister basically that's the most that's the most affection we saw michelle get yeah that whole part of that date yeah. and which, then which poor girl if the only shit you're getting <laughs> from is chris s because even before this like karen certainly wasn't into chris s but i was Never. certainly not like yeah chris s like i didn't have as much of an opinion Mm-mm. I was very neutral. Yeah, on of course. Why wouldn't? But why would you? Karen not had be? thoughts, but like I was like, I still wouldn't. He's not my top pick. No, he's easily in the bottom four. Right. So then they move into this next portion where they're gonna one v one these guys. Well, te- there's two teams, and each team has to fight one guy. Uh, to I don't know to win the night date because the other losing team goes home. Right. And so they have these teddy bears that they all had to make um, for the fight. And I will say there's a really fun uh, sequence of them like working out with the teddy bears oh, yeah, and like yeah. getting ready for their match. It was so funny, but so, it was a really cute date if they just had stepped up a bit. It was. It was a great date. Um, and so Michelle's like, "Great, now they're gonna just be focused on fighting each other, and I just get to right. sit and watch." Well, and- she sits down next to Tasha and Caitlin, and she like audibly sighs as you do when you want someone to ask and you what's wrong. And they immediately knew what that both, sigh was. Yeah, and they both were like, what's wrong? She's like, I'm not going to cry about it. Like, here, like, this is not... Yeah, I don't want to talk about it right now. It's not anything. Like, who cares? And they both were like, you good? Which Chris Harrison could never. Because um, he... I don't know. Like, it's just... It was a very much a girl thing there. Like, where they were like, you good? Are you good? Just like, what happened? a bachelorette happened? thing, yeah. And they just... they the, Well, the three of them, like, they just... I don't think a male host in that moment would have had the same connection with Michelle for the same reason. I don't think Tasha and Caitlin would have the same connection if a lead bachelor was in that position. Like, I think it was great that it was the three of them. I don't think Chris, Chris Harrison, Harrison would have had that. I think there are male hosts that probably could have had some level of that. I mean, maybe, but they also just haven't been in that specific position like Tasha and Caitlin have in terms of being in that there's 12 guys coming for me and no one cares because mm-hmm. they both have felt that at some mm-hmm. point chris harrison never felt that or like yeah I, I for me i think that's just more of a lead thing than i would say male maybe. female thing. i don't know i just don't think i would have cared to hear a male perspective on the situation at that moment no. if i was michelle 
If I'm sitting down and I'm upset about how a boy treated me, I'm probably going to want my girlfriend's perspective on it huh. before I want a male perspective on it. Just because I... I'm mad at the men right now. Well, so I don't regardless, talk to another man. They they noticed something was off, and they immediately like to her. they were like um on it. So they do that, and the men are now doing their their fights. And of course, anybody that goes against Clayton is it's just always unfair. They even say it, but then I see Olu, Mister <laughs> Swolu. And I was like, no, that's that's the fight. That's the equal fight. There is yeah, Clayton yeah. versus him. Yeah. I always just thought Clayton's is the biggest, buffest guy, which he is a big and buff guy, but being subtle about it is fucking ripped. Congratulations, sir. Those abs. Congratulations. They're metal. It's it's very impressive. When, when he started taking off his shirt, like Jim and I were like, oh, cool. Like he's probably buff too or whatever. Right. And then he fully takes it off. And we were like, my God. Very impressive. Swolu. We're impressed. Very fitting nickname for the guy. I yeah. Um. So yeah, Clayton versus anyone is unfair. Olu versus anyone is unfair. I love that Nate was talking a bunch of shit and then lost, but he took it well. <laughs> Dude, I had more go hope for Rodney. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that's so too. true. Who did he go against? I, I don't remember. Don't remember. I don't, this... It doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> he just got owned. Olu ate. <laughs> He's too nice. Olu ate Brandon's heart. Basically, did yeah. you see that when he like uh, yeah. pulls it out of yeah. his own chest and is like, Hurr. like, oh my goodness! And so, yeah, I don't know. It was like, it was interesting. So the team that wins celebrates. Great opportunity to be like, come in, Michelle, yeah. celebrate with us. Yeah. We are celebrating because we get to hang out with you right. later, right? Or even a great opportunity for the losing team to say goodbye, which they didn't. Yep. Neither one. Winning or the losing team. Just nothing happened. Yeah. No one brought Michelle into anything. Like, what the hell, you guys? It was rough. It's so, so crazy. So then... Afterwards, obviously, we get a scene with her, with Michelle and, and, Caitlin. and Caitlin. And which is great. Michelle is talking about what happened on the date and what she's feeling and feeling unseen. I already felt bad for her, but then when she brought up her poem and was like, I just like, she, I just this, told him about this. I just told him about I this. I just opened up about this. And then another level to it. Which, I mean, she did bring it up in her poem, but the conversation of her being, like, a black woman and feeling unseen, like, I, I like, was talking to Jimmy about this, and I was like, dude, that is, like, probably one of the most sensitive points for a lot of black women, yeah. because it's such a, like, an accepted thing to be like, well, I'm just not into black women. The same yeah. way it's such an accepted thing for women to say, well, I'm just not into Asian men. And right. There's been studies on like dating apps that have shown that Asian men and black women are the ones that are least likely to get, like, matches um, interesting across the board like across dating sites and all kind. like it has been found time and time again that is black shocking women to and me. asian men and i've for a very long time for like years have always felt off about like types being tied to race right i always thought that was weird and it wasn't until like the last couple years where i could really like figure out the words to explain why and how I can tie it to racism, basically. <laughs> you did it. Um, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, and I, and I was proud of it because I've always found it weird and I just didn't know how to explain it to people because there's people right. who would say that, you know, they're not into black women and they're not into Asian I men. Never and I never had these thoughts. So this is really, this is brand new news to me. It's, I was unaware that people were like, like women were specifically not into Asian men. Yeah. And people, that men were, for, I, I had heard the black women thing. I, I think, mean, it's but, still very common and still very accepted in a lot of Huh. like 
air like a lot of people still say stuff like that and it's like bummer why is your type tied to a race i just find it's, it's, it's yeah it strikes me as off yeah because it's odd and it's and it's just an internal go bias that read we about have. it please and so she shares that and i'm thinking about that and i'm like right. and i'm and i'm just my sad. friends who our black women have shared stuff like that with me too. And that's why when I actually learned about like the studies about the dating apps, I was like, this is a thing. Like this right. is a cultural thing that we have accepted. How interesting is that? Do you know if that's like a, an American cultural thing or a Western cultural thing or the studies were done in um, Western communities. Okay. So it could be like yeah. also European countries and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know anything about like globally, but I know well, it was, why, it I was mean, Western. My, my question was, so this is white people's problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and But it's also like, I mean, I, I'm Hispanic and I have, you know, cousins and they've said things like I'd never date a black woman woman and like because you never met a black but, woman you were missing out but Holy then they're shit. like but because they're just not my type and i'm like but why what about them is not your when type when you unpacked why yeah you start to Tell see me like what Holy it is shit what's it's, the thing exactly Tell me. so her talking about this like all of this was unfolding in my head and i was just like oh i feel so awful like yeah. i just it's even worse now. Yeah. Like, and I, it was already bad in my head because feeling unseen is awful. Right. Well, that's what I was kind of going to say was like, I don't have the experience Michelle has had, obviously, as being a person of color. I right. am, I'm, I'm very white. I know this is a podcast, but she's very blonde white. Blonde hair, blue eyes, white. <laughs> like, my skin's actually pink. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm a plus size person. Mm-hmm. And obviously, being a plus size person is not the same as being a person of color. It's not what you're but saying. But in this unseen idea, absolutely, it's a very similar thing because plus size women are usually swept aside. They're the funny friend. Plus They're size the, women are just not my type. Oh, you're absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like, here's my thing: like, we all have types. It is what it is. If your type is not plus size women, I don't want to go out with you. So it's whatever. Yeah. But when she was saying that i was like oh my god i fucking feel you because obviously not on the same exact thing but just the feeling of being unseen because you were with me in high school i didn't date anyone in high school didn't date anyone through college like people don't i am always the funny friend and i love being the funny friend it's my personality trait but (laughs) it's just ashley funny friend but (laughs) but that is and so when she was talking about it, i was like oh my god like yeah that fucking sucks it's the worst feeling ever and so she gets an opportunity to express this to the guys and i also her like little talking heads where she's just like they're having a good time i don't want to ruin the good time like oh. we've had such a rough like it's been so rough it's been for a lot. so long yeah. like, i don't want to be the downer and she even said i don't want to be the downer yeah. but and also I, but like she's down you're down and you're the one that's trying to get married at the end i mean they're all they trying all to but you get but- you are the one that gets to like yeah. pretty much well, figure that out for the most part they should they shouldn't want you to be down and they don't want her to be down. They They're don't. not aware at the, at the moment. They should be made aware. Yes. So that they can adjust. So she tells the guys this and they all are very intensely listening and completely understand and apologetic, feel awful feel horrible. and apologetic and Olu is crying. And this man I, and watching him cry. I was just already like, wow, like. He's feeling that, it so deeply. And then he shares that it's because I think he said he has four sisters. And yeah. obviously, Olu is very dark skinned. Super. Yeah. And Jimmy had even said I, before we found out about the sisters, he's like, oh, I wonder if he's, if because he's feeling he really, the same he feels thing. it, too, because not only is there this 
race issue, but there's also colorism. There's, yeah, there's like the what what scale of the color are you? Because right. he's very dark. He's very dark, and so we were thinking like, oh, is that like is the unseen? I was thinking thing the hitting same him because of that too. We didn't watch together, but I was on the same thought process and, as you. And maybe, but also he mentions like I have. I think he said he's the youngest of them or something. But he has I can't four, remember. But I heard the four sisters. Yeah, part. he has four sisters, and he's like, and they have expressed this exact thing to me, yeah. which then again brought it back to me again, where this is like this is so a sad. Thing yeah, that people can say like black women are not my type, and it's a common thing yeah. that people have. And when we unpack it, we have to think about why is a race not my type? Right. There's And then we're on that colorism issue as well as like Michelle is pretty uh, is on the lighter scale of right. that scale that we're talking about. Right. And Olu, like we're saying, is is pretty dark. I, it would be safe to assume his, his sisters, sisters have a similar complexion. And for black women, that's a huge that's a huge like point of either pride or uh, stigma. Yeah. And, you know, and it's horrible that that's the situation. But I can imagine his sisters may have even felt it worse yeah. than Michelle did because Michelle does have the slight privilege of having a white mother. And hearing like black women talk about their experiences with dating and everything, like not only are there not the types for white men, Hispanic men, Asian men, whoever, but also there is this issue um, that, I mean, I've just heard a lot of black women talk about this, yeah. about like black men also saying they don't want to date yes! black women. I've heard about that. So that's what? Like, so it, that's <laughs> where it's, it's so loaded. It's so loaded. It's a so lot. Olu has all this like it's all hitting him. Yeah. That and he's the saying things that he's watched his sisters go through, the things that he's had to, not had to, but he's helped them through. He's had and to, to build them up. Build them up. And be and like, you're beautiful as fuck. There's this. And Michelle is feeling yeah. what they're feeling. And, and now he's, he's feeling, the, he's the reason she's feeling this feeling and why he would never want to be. And oh my God, this and they man. Have the, and he, when he talks to her, they have this really, I mean, you can tell like Michelle felt like she was seen by yeah. him specific. I mean, by all of them, but really felt it with yeah. him because and she, she started tearing eye. Yeah, she started getting teary eyed, and like you could, because what he was saying is like so more directly. Like, yeah, you're getting teary eyed right now. I am because it's so sad. Because it. yeah. no, it's, it's so really hard. sad. Because it's just you're just who you are, and then you just and then it's so fucked. Not up. only are you not people's types, but it's okay to say black it's women fine. aren't my type. Yeah. It's just like a thing. And as a young say. woman who, as young women, we get taught that we are defined by how attractive we are to others, and then you're being taught as a men, black yeah. woman that you're the least um, sought out one. Yeah already of the group that's already supposedly lower than yeah it's just uh mm. being a woman man yeah but i mean <laughs> olu just the, his he's conversation with his precious he's amazing i would i hope he is a bachelor since we have two apparently slots. we've got two one's already filled so let's get olu up in there i and if not he better be in fucking paradise because i am not done with this man i mean maybe he I wins him. watch him win let's just i'm gonna go with that oh olu and michelle i would love that how for cute them. would that be but i would be here all for the it men really do apologize all the men really you know do make the effort to really make michelle feel seen and acknowledged yeah. and valid they are very much like oh shit yeah in this moment and they're like oh no we fucked up seems at the end of it you know michelle is kind of moved past it with those she got with the, that the closure that she needed yeah. right and olu gets the group rose fuck obviously yeah, he does. congratulations olu oh. we're very excited for you i wrote fuck yes olu with the rose i know so then <laughs> we're gonna caps. move on to the next day unless you have anything else to add um i that i think we covered it cool. pretty extensively so we have a one-on-one -on -one with rick um which i was pretty stoked for her in a sense because i remember when i was telling you about rick i was thinking like oh he might be like a person that can make her feel reaffirmed in her like position because he yeah. was kind of 
already doing that when they first met so i was like i right. think she really needs she just went through a date where she felt unseen like she needs she someone needs that's gonna make her feel Rick. confident about yeah. the fact that she's the bachelorette right so i thought that was perfect into her yeah i have a side note before we get Go deeply into this so i've been on this date not as a date obviously <laughs> but i've been like, on this you? tram I thing <laughs> i know i've been on this tram thing uh up the mountain up to oh, mount san jacinto and okay. fun fact my my dad almost died <laughs> Up there, he's fine. He's alive and well. Super fun fact. Um, super fun fact. He was having chest pains when we were up on the mountain and all this stuff. And this was when I was 19. It was 2014. And we were up there. And we were going on minimal. You saw the hikes. This is all flat, right? And yeah. my dad's in shape. He has a job in which he would need to be in pretty good shape. Very and, much in shape. Um, and so he was, like, having chest pains. He was out of breath. Like, he was not okay. And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're making fun of him the whole time. We're being of complete course. assholes. Because yeah. we're like, what's Because he's a healthy man. So, so we why get, would you? Right. We go home. Like, well, we're staying out in Palm Springs at the time. So we get home home from the trip. And um, he goes to the doctor. Because he's, like, obviously feeling like shit. He had a blockage in an artery that we literally had it that been the moment it killed him. It would have killed him because we were up on a mountain. There was no way to get Is that help. called the Widowmaker or it something? It was the Widowmaker. Yeah. And so the doctor even told him, because he was only like 40 at the time, they were like, if you hadn't come in, most men who are 40 wouldn't have come in because they're 40 and they yeah. feel fine or they're fine. You would have died in a couple weeks. Like, and so legit, we're like making fun of them straight up. He could have collapsed on that. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, hey, I've been there. Oh, I stood over there. Hey, I've been there. <laughs> also, and I freaked out on the tram thing and the, 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 yeah. the thing because I'm not a heights person. And right. So anyways, I just had to, I had to throw that in there. So they have this mountain date. It's really gorgeous and beautiful. It's absolutely and then gorgeous up there. They find this like wish box note yeah. thing. I forget what they call I it. I didn't see that on the, on the um, hike. <laughs> and, uh, well, obviously, because I think I'm pretty sure it's fucking planted by producers. <laughs> the and of producers course, wrote the shit out of those. They're like, we know their stories. Let's do this. Let's and trigger them. And of course, <laughs> one of the notes is about someone's dead. dead dad. I wish my and dad could see the man I've become, which Fuck you. That's triggering as hell. And, then and my Rick, dad's alive. <laughs> Rick is reading this and goes, my dad well, died. That one's, that one's pretty personal because uh, my dad's dead. And the producers are probably looking at each other like, we knew. We knew that. Oh, they're like, home run. LOL. We did it. High five, everyone. They're high fiving. We killed it. They just won the World Series. Yeah. They got what they needed. It's that meme of the guys like looking at the screen, like laughing. Right, right, it's right. that Impractical jokesters or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, so they're enjoying, well, <laughs> they were not enjoying himself they were enjoying themselves <laughs> until this moment <laughs> and michelle is like oh my gosh like you know and sorry he, and he doesn't go too not deep there. into it there but he just shares that and yeah. it obviously you could tell by rick's face it's a sensitive hey part guys i know you life. already watched the episode but it gets worse it gets worse <laughs> they go to the night portion <laughs> And obviously, the topic of it's gonna come up. Rick's dad is brought up again. I think by Rick as it himself. would, yeah. And, but even if it hadn't, like a very natural a thing. thing to bring up. And Rick talks about how when he was a teenager, I'm so angry. Like a few weeks before <laughs> Christmas, or a few days, or something. Which even add a layer to that. Um, it's just the holiday aspect. Yeah, his dad's phone gets a notification. He's just like, oh, like let I'm me just gonna look at look it. I at had it. that urge before with my I dad. I have done that. I've done it a hundred percent, and not thinking like I'm gonna find something. No, but just, just like oh, you look. I don't know why not. 
my dad. Also, who does he text? He's a teenager. Yeah. So he looks and he sees this message from a woman. And as he looks deeper, he realizes his dad's cheating on his fucking mom. And so I should hold on. I should rephrase that. His fucking dad is cheating on his mom. I yes. like that better. And <laughs> and so <laughs> he actually mom. sits with this information for a few days before he finally decides to tell his mom. Which, like, can we just take a second and think about being? Let's assume I'm going to give him an older teenager age of like 17 just to be like yeah i think he might have been i don't know yeah but like i don't i have no idea but let's say he's 17 and then you read this text and then now it's on you yep to decide if your mom deserves or your dad whichever parents being cheated on that your parent deserves to know the truth about their marriage yeah it's on you a child Mm -hmm. and a literal child to figure out if you should tell them or not. And then if you don't tell them, you have to live with that forever. If you do tell them, as Rick does, you have to live with that forever. And it's just, oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah. And so he ends up telling his mom. Mom then goes, okay, thanks for letting me know. And then a few days later, she, We're wakes, peacing out. she wakes him up and says, hey, your brother's with grandma. We're leaving. We're, leaving. We're gone. Get your shit. Let's go. And they do. And then his dad is depressed because he is now having to deal with the consequences of his of actions. his own fucking actions, sir. And, and you know what? He's sure, dead. I you know, you get you get to be <laughs> depressed over that. I mean, you it can, sucks yeah, to be abs- the person that cheats. You I'm, absolutely get to be upset for that, whatever that reason. Happen. People do cheat and it is awful and it's inexcusable and it's pretty it's fucking common <laughs> and it's really common and it's human yeah you get to be you get to feel like a piece of shit for yeah. being a piece of shit you get to deal with that you did it you were an but adult who chose to do it kind of continues to and it sounds well actually rick says this <laughs> he blames rick his dad blames rick for the end of his marriage that when he cheated in and like so that means that gives us insight on his dad because that means his dad literally would have never had any intention of coming clean never he either would have stopped and moved on or he would have continued doing it until yeah. he got caught he basically got he was caught. pissed about getting caught he and was he mad stayed he pissed about caught, getting caught which is a human reaction but to blame your son who is a child at the time for defending his own mother and then think about the type of relationship that he would have had with his dad or his siblings would have had with their dad when their dad is blaming Rick yeah. for that. And well, like I, I and I'm assuming that's not the only problem that they had with dad. Yeah. Also, if you're gonna cheat on your spouse, don't leave your phone laying around, you fucking idiot. Like I don't know, like I'm sorry, we've all kept secrets, whether it's not necessarily cheating, but everyone has kept a secret at some point. And we live in an age of technology and like yeah. Rick obviously was I mean a teenager, but technology was still big enough. You don't leave your phone laying around if you have shit to hide. Yeah. You just don't. And so you know, the, Rick shares a little bit of how sometimes they had contacted him, but it would, it just never really worked out. I wonder why. And then, <laughs> unfortunately, one day um, they hadn't heard from him or something. And a friend, one of his friends went to go look for him. And, and when they went to him. his place, they found him and he was dead. Yeah. And it sounds like dad. They didn't say it, but... It we sounds won't, like we won't, it might not have been natural causes. And we're not going to go That's any all. deeper yeah. than that. So that's the gist of Rick's dad's story. And, and Rick's now, story. And Rick is now left to handle all of the emotion that comes with that. Right. Whatever that because may be. Because his dad is now gone. And so there's no closure coming and he from said, that end. My dad died blaming me. Yeah. Which, oh my God, how shitty is that? And it just But it's sucks. also shitty on the dad. 
And it sucks for, I feel so horrible for him. That's just, that's just, uh, that's fucking horrible. It's so hard because no matter, like, I'm sure Rick knows in his boat, like he knows it's not his fault. He didn't cheat on his mom. It's not, it's not his fault. He did the right thing. And yet he was a kid. I feel like any one of us, if we were in that position would feel like if we had not said anything. What whatever the what if would be but then what's your relationship with your dad having that secret knowing and, no, and I, we all know you that know? i just think that when you're the person it's just so hard for you not he was to in feel a, that. no matter how much therapy no much how much work you do it's always gonna be a hard thing and it's just the reality he was in a situation. lose-lose situation there and his dad put in there and that fucking sucks i feel awful for him but that was sort of him. rick's um induction into the trauma dump date as you do because that's the, what these yeah. dates are for um you tell america what your uh trauma is it's why we'll never go on the show there's a lot of reasons. Again, the aforementioned plus size aspect is another reason why I would never <laughs> go on the show. The producers would be like, I'm sorry, we don't do your kind. We're your not whole, there yet. Okay, the second they have someone who's plus size, they're going to be like, my size? Yeah. No, they had a girl that was like straight up like a size eight one time. And they were like, and oh, it was plus size? The, the, I don't think the show promoted that, but everyone was like, oh, they have a plus size girl. She's going to go home immediately. And she fucking did. I don't remember <laughs> who she was. I don't did. remember this. This was years ago before I was like super into it. It was right. like when my parents watched it. Right. But I remember being like, huh. And then, oh, you're gone. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. Um, if I can find her name at some point, I'll post about it. But, but anyways, Rick and Michelle kind of talk it out and Rick gets to share that with her. And it's um, he obviously such a gets shitty situ- rose. <laughs> well, and for such a shitty, situ- shitty situation, like it was a lovely exchange between the two of them, like being there for each other, like, right. her listening to his story. She's very good at that. They do. Uh, oh, Andy uh, Grammer comes. Andy Grammer. They do. They it's sing. The first time in like Bachelor Nation history, I feel like it's not really, but that they had a guy I'd heard of. <laughs> I wouldn't have I recognized him don't. from seeing his face, mm-hmm. but I googled him and I have heard his songs before. Oh, interesting. So I there googled go. him and I have not heard his songs oh, before. Okay. So well, there I'm, you go. I'm going at it as I normally would. I don't know what, who, but cool. It wasn't country-ish. No, he's not country. He's like, I don't know. But they have pop. that. He's like a pop kind of. Yeah. They close it off. You ever heard Honey, I'm Good? How does I feel that like go? If you, you're going to make me sing on the podcast? You can just hum. It's like, nah, nah, honey, I'm good. I can make a oh. good, that song. That's him. Okay. And the fact that I just fucking sang for the hundred people that listen to this every week is a big <laughs> fucking deal and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> okay, let's move on so that we can never ever do that again. Alright, so now we're gonna move into the rose ceremony with the juicy shit. Oh, we're gonna have to go through this. So, I mean, it wasn't I mean, well, Chris, 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 Chris basically just has all the fucking audacity. So he, he, to interrupt <laughs> Michelle, she comes in and everyone's like, wow, you look great. Wow. wow. And Chris like, I just want to say something. And before like, she said a fucking word, right? And it's he not goes, like she was like, Hey, I said my piece. Nope. And he goes, Hey, you know, Michelle, before we get started, can I say something? Yeah, he's like, uh, she said she didn't feel seen. And that's really backed up. And I'm going to keep calling and her guys, she instead of her name, even though she's standing right in front of me. And you guys fucked up. And I think there's people here who think they have it in the bag and, and they don't i wasn't part of this even though i was on that date but i you kissed all her during up. twister bitches <laughs> it's so crazy to me that he felt he was excluded from that issue yeah like because he was on that date it's not like he was on not that it would have been okay for a one-on-one guy to do it but like it wasn't like he was martin or rick who weren't there but the thing is is like it's crazy to me 
like I he must have heard the guys talk about the fact that she shared that because that's how he found out. Well, yeah, I'm sure they all went to the house and like right? talked about it. So like you must have known that it's pretty much resolved. And you yourself, when you pulled her, could have been like, hey, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, sorry if I contributed to that. Like that's what he should have done instead of being like, this is still a problem, because at that point it kind of wasn't. At that point, we could have had a fairly normal uh, rose ceremony and Which cocktail these men party. have been looking forward to for a while not now. Not had one since night one. Um, so uh, you could go to our Twitter. I think we retweeted, or either you tweeted sure. or we retweeted the react, the facial reaction oh, of four Thank men you. during that. I had to rewind to get those, and it was worth it. It's worth it. Um, <laughs> It'll be on Instagram, too. So he pulls... Well, Brandon was like, Michelle, let me pull you in. Chris is like, actually, I'm going to pull her. And then Michelle was like, um, um, wait, what's happening? Jeez. And then Michelle was in teacher mode in which she had to be like, okay, two of these kiddos want me. You know, kind of thing where it was like <laughs> time she, management. Well, like, like, let's manage the situation here. Like, and it was just so stupid. Like, Chris, oh, I am. <laughs> The confidence white men have. I swear to fucking God. Like, he just... I wish I had an ounce of it, man. I'd be so much more successful if I just, like, blindly believed in myself. I mean, it's amazing. It's awful. But it's amazing. Congrats, man. Quick professional note. uh, Apply to jobs that you're underqualified for because men Men do do. all the time. Women Okay. Women and you're qualified. You're supposed to. Actually, women are more likely not to apply for jobs that they are qualified for because they think they're not qualified. Super, super more times likely not to. So anyways, Anyways, this is our feminist feminism podcast. But um, so yeah, no. So Chris pulls Michelle and continues this thing where he's like, I'm going to now... (laughs) <laughs> okay, according to Chris, Michelle probes him. Didn't, <laughs> didn't the love the word means. choice. I did not love the... I knew what he meant, but I didn't like the choice of word. Because, like, there were so many other options. And also, she didn't. She didn't. But even if you're going to lie about it, pick a better word. And so he's like, I'm going to drop Nate's name into this mix of yeah, things well, he that was just ranting to. to Michelle. And then he said, like, Nate. Nate said. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't have to ask this anything. He just offered everything up. It's, like, unhinged. Like, the way he talks is weird. It's creepy. Like, I'm creeped out by him. And not in, like, a I'm trying to make a joke way. Like, I honestly, yeah. like, I'm watching him. And I, I think I tweeted this. He reminds me a little bit of the guy from You. Yeah. For Joe. Like, just the way he... Yeah, thank you. I haven't watched that in a long time. Um, Just the way he, like, talked was very off. And I'm not, like, diagnosing this guy with anything. I'm just saying, like, if I was at a bar, he's nah. not holding my drink. Like, he yeah. handed... Literally, I wrote this down somewhere. I don't... I'm not going to look for it. But he handed Michelle a drink. He was like, oh, here's your drink. I wouldn't have drank that drink. Drink. <laughs> like, I honestly would have been like, I don't fully trust this dude. Yeah. Even though I don't know that he has access to shit, but, like, I don't know. I have a huge grin on my face just because I was fucking right about this guy, and I love being I right. I love that you were right. I can't believe that I doubt you still, but... I, I didn't please, doubt you, no, but I... doubt me. Like, I'm gonna be wrong, and I'm someday. happy. I'm cool with being wrong. I'm just really stoked when I'm right. She's a graceful loser. She's fine. I think so, yeah. Um. So, so he's just like, yeah, Nate said he had it in the bag, and he, the way that he said it, because, like Ashley sounded said... Bad. The words that Nate used with a specific tone are bad. could have came off bad, but because the words he used with the tone that he had, it was just like a confident guy who's confident about his connection. Nate was not talking about Michelle as if she was her, an object or prize. No. And 
Chris made it seem like that's what he was doing. Yes. And there's that's obviously not okay. If no. that was what Nate did, then we would be very critical of Nate right now mm-hmm. because we don't talk about women like they're objects. We're people. I know it's hard to believe, but we're we're full human beings. It's amazing. Exactly. With brains and all this stuff. But, it's pretty um, incredible stuff. But I tell, it's like so cool. So, and so but Nate, Nate didn't do that. Nate then goes to talk to well, or Michelle pulls him, or he goes to talk to her, whatever. It gets brought up while they're talking. Yeah. And Michelle's like, hey, I'm not a prize. And he's like, right what yeah and he's like i'm sorry i'm missing something <laughs> yeah. and it was you know it was it was kind of frustrating to watch that conversation because he like i don't know if he didn't defend himself because he didn't know the full context of what he was so. supposed to defend himself in or if he thought don't get defensive because that could look bad i don't yeah. know and it could be either one but i was so angry because i'm like you're right you you are in the right here you could defend yourself and he might not have known what he was defending himself from because we have more context than yeah. he does but i was so frustrated i was like i hope this i don't think it was gonna be something he got sent home for because they clearly have a very no. good connection but i'm like oh like fight for yourself but i don't think he knew what he was fighting for and it just yeah. was so frustrating i do appreciate that he let her like finish what she was saying because Amazing, when when, right? when someone's coming at you with like i mean it wasn't like she was accusing him that she was just sharing what she had heard it's hard not it's hard for to you not to want to defend yourself immediately be like wait, wait wait what but yeah. he was like sitting there nodding listening to the whole thing waiting for a period <laughs> right and then and it, it and didn't then come talked. for a minute but right and so basically they have that conversation and nate <laughs> leaves that conversation taps chris on the shoulder and goes yeah let's, we're gonna need to talk he just goes let's go talk not even like can i can we oh, nope was let's this go talk. before or after chris and olu talk Oh shit! This is before okay. I forgot about that. So Olu, wait. So Chris and Olu, I think, are talking while Nate and yeah, Michelle. So yeah. this is my favorite thing because Olu is fucking fantastic. So he, in a normal and not creepy, mean, weird way at all, goes, "Hey, do you think you're going to go to roast tonight?" Yeah. In a normal conversational way, one might do before a roast ceremony. Yeah, especially when you're on a show where you get a rose at the end of the where night and you it. stay. Chris takes this extremely personally. It's like that meme of like, is that Michael Jordan? I don't fucking know. Where he's like, and I took that personally. I forgot. I don't know. It's an, it's a basketball player, <laughs> I think. There it is. Um, doesn't matter. It's not a basketball. It's a, it is kind of a basketball podcast because Michelle plays basketball. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Chris takes it super personally and is like, "Well, what do you think? What? Why do you think? Why do you think I wouldn't get a rose, Olu? What's? What are you thinking right now?" And Olu's like, "Bro, like, what the fuck?" <laughs> in like the nicest way because he's such a polite seeming man. Yeah. Like he's just so chill. <laughs> He doesn't seem like he angers very easily. Olu's just trying to make small talk. He straight up was <laughs> feeling awkward and trying to... Because I don't know if you remember, Chris, but like five minutes ago, you made everyone super fucking uncomfortable with that weird speech thing you did. And so Olu was sitting with you by himself and had to make it not awkward. And then you continued to make it awkward by like getting in his face about asking you a normal ass question to the point where then in your talking head, you go, when I get a rose later, I'm gonna look at Olu immediately instead of not. I'm not gonna look at Michelle, the woman I'm fucking dating. Uh-huh. I'm gonna look at Olu and give him a look. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a wink. This man is unhinged. Yeah. So then Nate pulls him, and right. Nate's Thank like, you. "Hey, man, what's going on? I heard you were talking about me. What's up?" She and Chris, probed me. Chris like she probed me. 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 Nate's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Nate's like, "Can we hey, just like talk like humans for five and seconds?" And then you know, Nate is using his hands to talk, and Chris is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you gonna like hit me or something?" And Nate was like, "No, I'm just talking." 
and Chris is like, and then trip. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Like that's basically the whole conversation. Chris tried to make it seem like Nate was somehow the aggressor in the situation. So funny, honestly. Nate was so chill, and like even if Nate hadn't been chill, he had every right to be angry in that moment. Chris was like leaving. He's like, bro, we're not like don't walk away. And then he's like, and so he walks away. It was so odd. Nate is just like walking down the stairs. He's like, what a fucking. He didn't even cuss. He said, what a weirdo. What a what a dweeb. And I don't even blame him for having. I don't know. I think you called it like a bad insult. Like I was like that guy is a dweeb. That guy no, it's a hilarious is a weirdo. Insult. Like you can't even use like an aggressive cuss word yeah. for him because it doesn't fit him. My He's tweet a fucking was weirdo. More just hilarious because it was like he goes, "What a dweeb! What a weirdo!" And like the whole narrative of last season had been that Katie's men can't insult each other. And so then when he went for like these like tiny insults, I was like, "This is just so funny because all the men we have are very wholesome." Yeah. And so he went for dweeb and weirdo before fucking asshole. Well, because- you know. <laughs> It's like, I couldn't even call him an asshole because I'm just like, he's just it's like, so what funny. a dweeb. Like, yeah. it was weird. It was odd. Well, it and then weird. my favorite line of the evening was Romeo being like, Chris S. is a snake. That's what the S stands for. Yeah. I was like, I'm in love with this man. It's already on our Instagram. That's how much I love that line. I know. Um, I know. Also, I he that. followed us on Twitter today. Oh, yay. I know. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Romeo. If you're here. He already followed us on I Instagram. I really love you. We're big fans. <laughs> I do. We're sorry that I'm you so sad don't that stay. you're gone. Um, so that like that was that's what like happens. the whole Chris thing, which is just strange. It's a strange one. And I'm then we very go, confused. And we go to rose ceremony, and I'm looking at Jimmy, and we're watching the roses go and go and go, and then it gets down to like Chris S, uh, Romeo, Chris G, and Will. Mm-hmm. And I look at Jimmy, and I'm like, he's not going home. And he's like, no, nope. like they're obviously gonna pick Romeo. Cause like and I, I or just agree. anybody else, anybody. Like, I was like, this we is like the Romeo, producer choice. Here. But I was like, she's already got rid of Jamie. They're not gonna let her get rid yeah. of a second villain. Yeah. And who else out of the guys who are staying has who villain else potential? Is have Casey, maybe. I mean, but we don't know sucks, anything about but him. I think he gets along well with the guys. Yeah, and we don't know that he sucks from the show. Like he's kind of just been there. Right. We have opinions about him based on what we've decided from yeah. our first impressions. But the show. He's he's had very little screen time. True, true, true. So true, true, in terms true, of like true, true, villain true, true, true. potential, we don't have a clue, right? So it's like, of course they're gonna keep him. There's no way, like, and Romeo is great, but their connection isn't that close. Her right. and Will were never gonna be together. Chris G and her are not very. It doesn't seem like they have the strong. Like compared to the other guys, they don't have a strong, yeah, very super little strong connection, time. right? So I was like, all right, Chris S is saying, and I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right, but She's I was right. right. She's usually right. <laughs> and Chris S stays, and I was like, that's that's the producer pick. So we lose Romeo, which we mentioned, Chris G, which you just mentioned, and Will is gone. Well, bye. We didn't get to see that one play out. No. That's okay. I'm fine with it. People were like, on Twitter, were like really upset he was gone, and I was like, I'm not going to go to every single person and be like, listen, this guy sucks. <laughs> Here are the tweets. <laughs> uh, but I was like, Oh uh, yeah, he got to leave on a high note. I was just and about to say, like, maybe he's grown since then. But then I remember Jimmy pointing out that those tweets were literally this, this year. year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Is it the, if the tweets that like get brought up sometimes about these guys or like girls or whoever are on They're the show like that from like 2012? I'm like, I was it's like a uh, high schooler. Andrew S. His were in like yeah. high school, right? And I'm like, listen, if you're years out of high school, you're allowed to be different than what you were in high I think school. Justin and even gonna... had some too. And Justin's yeah. was like early 20s, and he's like in his later 20s now. Right. And he's like, yeah, that was shitty. I'm a <laughs> completely different person than i was 
in high school. Right. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Me and too. so, yeah, like we're all, and so I'm not going to like harp on someone's tweets from high school because uh, I have time hop and I see my tweets from high school and none of them are problematic, but God, they're annoying. Yeah. And so, but these, but Will's tweets were from this year. So I'm, mm-mm, I'm I have not. A lot of, I have a lot of pick me tweets. Yeah. A lot of pick me stuff. I just was annoying as fuck. I'm deleting most of them. As Time Hop brings them up, I'm like, I don't need to see this anymore. I have Time Hop. It's literally why I have Time Hop. I'm just like, I don't, just in case I ever, something happens and I go viral for something weird, I don't need people to know how annoying I was. <laughs> I'm not going to get fired for anything on there, but I'm not. But, but these that was guys it. are gone and So that's we're left it. with Martin, Rick, Olu, Brandon, Leroy, Joe, Rodney, Clayton, Casey, Nate, and Chris S. You want to know who my rose goes to, y'all? My rose is going to Olu because Shocking. why wouldn't it? That man is getting my rose forever. I mean, probably not next week because something else happened. But not because yeah. I don't love him, but that's just... <laughs> forever, the, but It'd be boring if forever. I kept giving it to him. <laughs> but I, but what I mean by forever is that I want him to be the fucking bachelor. Oh, no, same. Because he's an incredible catch. And if Michelle doesn't take him home and marry this man, someone should. Yeah. And it should be someone I know that I care about. Because <laughs> I want Olu, to be I'm my friend. Single as fuck. So. Look, Olu, we're having Friendsgiving this Saturday. Uh, if you'd like to come, uh, all of the normal dishes are taken. I still don't know what I'm bringing. Uh, Karen was like, so someone's got the stuffing, the mash, and you listed all of the Literally Thanksgiving all food. the Thanksgiving stuff. And, and I, I was, was like, like, you could bring drinks? drinks? <laughs> and I was like, cool. <laughs> I, they're like, Ashley's stress. Let's you not give her an assignment. You don't have to bring anything, no, I will, I'm gonna, you don't, Yeah, Olu does not have to bring anything. Trey, if just, you're still here, you're invited too. Obviously. You're always invited. Always invited. Just, just throw message, back. Let's just message Trey and be like, hey, you count? <laughs> I know you're in Georgia. We, uh, if you wanted to fly out, um, so. Don't fly out for that. <laughs> My stuffing it's isn't that giving. good. Jimmy's company is. Though, Ooh. Very good. I'm excited. Anyways, Olu, you're going to get my rose. Okay. You're going to get a seat at the Friendsgiving table. Absolutely. I adore you. If you're allergic to cats, please take allergy pills before you get there. There are going to be cats. Many. Um, but I love you. The way that he handled it, the influence that his sisters have had on his life has been great. Um, we love him. His attention to Michelle, his emotional intelligence, his ability to talk through weird situations with Chris. Just an amazing <laughs> yeah, man through and through consistently and with the most incredible smile. And what the fuck, man? Grabs. <laughs> Insane. I mean, impressive. Rose Ashley? So my Rose is cheesy as fuck. Good. It's going to Michelle. Aww. Because she felt unseen and I want her to feel <laughs> seen. <laughs> I see Michelle. I fucking love her so much she's so, my teacher idol i love her so much and um uh, she teaches a very different age group than i do but i want to be just like her when i grow up right so um michelle gets my rose for the week since none of the men step the fuck up for do you, you. want to do the trash bag do better you can take the lead here um sure who do you think i'm gonna pick pick the um, guy uh i'm gonna pick chris <laughs> Uh, and and I'm just giving him trash bag behavior because yeah. he doesn't give me the vibe that he has the ability to do do better, you know. Like he gives me the vibe of a of a stereotypical dude who is right, right, and he believes he's correct. And there's not much you're gonna do to convince him of that until he figures some shit out. Yeah, and so he gets just trash bag behavior. I'm not doing the do better for him. Part of me wonders if he was just like uh, Michelle doesn't like me. I'm Let's probably not getting it. a lot of TV time. 
Let's get some screen There's time. There's probably a producer who's like, you know, there hasn't been much coming out of you, you know, blah, blah, whatever. And then he's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. But I do have a do better. My do better is going to go to Rodney because Jimmy and I were rooting for you in that fight. Mm. <laughs> and we were shocked. We were shocked that you did not win. And Rodney, um, you need to do better. I don't remember, oh. but I remember when, because I was talking about Clayton being all big and buff. And then when Rodney came up, Jimmy was like, oh, yeah, Rodney's got this. I was like, yeah, he's got this. And then he did it. He didn't yeah. get it. So, Rodney, do some push ups and do better. I Come mean, on, man. But we do love you. Oh, that's why you get still to this oh, day. I'm going to feel really horrible putting him on the post under to do better. Oh, no. Without context. I'll write a little context box next to it. <laughs> Yes, please. Oh no, that's so true. We never thought about this. These will be like, what did I do? You know what I'll do? Oh my god, you know what I'm gonna do? You guys will be in on it, but no one else will know. Uh, I'm gonna put mine and then a little question mark so that people have to listen to get the context Woo-hoo! of who you put. I like that. Well, if they're listening, they're here now. I know, but the people who they know see now it. the context, but the people who w- just see the post. And but never listen. listen. Now they just have to be confused, and that's what you get for not listening. The people who aren't here, you guys are special to us. You are so special. This is we not love to cover you. our ass. That's because we love you so much, and this is your <laughs> special little treat. <laughs> the posting is new. We gotta get used to it. <laughs> um, but that's that's what this week was, and um, and next, it, oh, we're going to Minnesota. Previews Minnesota, baby. Ayo. The I've excitement. never seen so many people fake excitement about a place because it's the Midwest, guys. You Actually, don't have to be that excited. I have. It's when they went to Cleveland. Oh, my God. Peter season. Peter season. Yes, that's true. That was fucking <laughs> golden television right there. That deserved a comedy Emmy, truly. Here's some context if you didn't watch Peter season. Peter was a bachelor. On Peter season, they go, hey, we're going to Cleveland. And, and all and the girls were like, oh, my God. And I think they were just excited to get the fuck out of that house. But like, oh, my God, that was hilarious. But yeah, this was a similar Midwest moment where no one is ever that excited to go to the Midwest unless they're going home. Yep. And sounds like the Chris ass drama still going. Yep. So, which I mean, of course, that's why they kept him. And Nate's I mean, still at the center of it. He, I, yeah. It Poor seems guy. like he's like literally looking out the window being like, Nate is doing well and I'm mad. Like, I, that's a that's a huge paraphrase. That's, is that going to be the fucking two on one? interesting how that would be shitty because nate's no nate's too up there for her like a lot would have to happen for him to go on a two-on-one so be careful though because that's negative points thank you for joining us follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok the details will be in the description make sure to subscribe and please leave a review and share us with your friends and your family and your neighbors and everybody print our name on a postcard and send it to everyone you've ever met or ever kissed please wow um all right (laughs) Got real intense. We in really here. we gotta get ourselves out there, Ashley. Come and on, we got stickers. Stick on the stickers. Stickers on stuff. Stick the stickers, places. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know all your very <laughs> opinionated thoughts, and thank you for letting us steal you for a sec.